I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to our podcast true crimes and story times i'm michelle and kirsten <laughs> and today i'm doing a true crime episode i am gonna post on time yeah i had it done and then i forgot to post it mm-hmm. so anywho <laughs> see i'm always like oh i forgot to post my episode and then michelle's like you, you can do it you better post and it and then like two days later she's like shit i forgot to post my episode and then like a week later she's like man i still didn't post (laughs) (laughs) we're both busy 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 bees yep that's okay anywho today i am covering the lululemon murder interesting it's a pretty popular case i don't think i know anything about this one well you're in for a ride because this is wild it has to do with like lululemon like the brand the store the store yeah there's a store okay um let's just get into it i think i might have watched a tiktok on this but really yeah i'm not quite sure hmm Hmm. we'll see yeah we'll see (laughs) so we're starting out this episode in bethesda maryland at a lululemon store like you said obviously yep on march 12th of 2011 one of the managers at the store showed up for her shift at 8 a.m her name's rachel rachel when she arrived she noticed that the door was unlocked which is weird because people close at night they lock the door you know you know i know so when she oh i already said that (laughs) (laughs) oh she noticed the door was locked unlocked unlocked (laughs) um jana murray was the one on shift the night before and she was a really good employee never had any issues closing down the store locking things up so she thought that's weird maybe she forgot but it's not like her to forget when you yeah. close down a store you're pretty used to doing the same routine yeah you've got a, a system so she shot she shocked in she sure, walked sure. in <laughs> and saw that the place was totally trash that's not a good sign everything was strewn about the store had been completely ransacked like somebody just went in and raged mm-hmm she saw some spots of blood on the floor, and she called 911 and told the dispatcher, dispatcher, man, I can't talk today, dispatcher. Dispatcher. It reminds me of that song. Uh, is it a, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> she was afraid to go in, and the place had seemed like it had been vandalized, like I said. And she also heard, like, a low moan coming from the store, like, inside the store, and she was like, oh, hell no, Mm-mm. I'm not going in there. There was a guy waiting in line. He had came early to the Apple store next door because the release of the iPad 2 had happened the day before and they completely sold out the first day and they were selling more the second day. So he's like, I'm going to get in line really early so I can get my iPad. Right. iPad 2. Isn't that wild? iPad 2, yeah. So Rachel, the manager, asked him if he had seen anyone in or out of the store that morning and he told her no. Because he had been sitting there all morning, so Mm -hmm. why not ask him? 
He asked her if she would like him to go in, and she said yes. He started walking to the back corner of the store and saw there was blood. Like, he saw that it was ransacked, just like she did. Mm -hmm. He had never been in, like, a Lululemon store, so he was just kind of, like, walking around, trying to see what was going on. He was calling out, trying to see if anyone would answer. There was, like, no response. And he came to a door where there was a lot more concentrated blood and, like, pushed it open, and it hit something. Okay. Um, It actually hit the side of a body. And he ran to the front of the store, and he's like, someone's back there. And I think they're dead. Okay. As he's running out, he sees another body in a bathroom. Oh, shit. Close to him. And here's, like, a sound coming from them. And just keeps running out the door because he's like, oh, fuck, no. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a crime scene also. Yeah. I'd be terrified. So, he just says, there's another person. They're still alive. She uh-huh. called the police back and is like... Uh, there's a body in here. I think somebody's dead. There's another person. I think they're still alive. Please hurry up and get there. So, when police arrived, they found blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like Rachel had said, clothing items thrown about, everything just torn up. Mm-hmm. They went towards the back of the store and found 30-year-old Jana Murray in that room. She was lying face down in a pool of her own blood, and there was a wide gash in the back of her head. Yikes. In the back of her pants were also cut open. That's not a good sign. Like someone had raped her. Yeah. The other woman that was found was 28-year-old Brittany Norwood, and she was bound at her ankles and wrists with zip ties. She was covered in her own blood, and as well as, like, just, I think she might have had Jaina's blood on her, because at one point, she said they, like, threw her on top of Jaina's body. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that in a minute, but she had multiple slashes on her pants, on her shirt, and the crotch of her pants had been cut open, too. Mm-hmm. She also had a pretty deep cut in between her thumb and index finger Ooh. and her forehead. And there was a rock beside her on the ground. Okay. Like someone had gashed her head in with the rock. Mm-hmm. She was transferred to the hospital for treatment. Um, detective found drops of blood splattered all over the floor. And they also found some shoe prints leading out the front door uh, with the blood. It just like they had walked in blood and walked to the front door. Mm-hmm. They found the safes behind the front register open and receipts all over the floor. They found more footprints in the dressing rooms. They found two sets and one being a bigger set of footprints over 12 inches. So obviously this is a bigger person. Most likely, most likely a, man. a man. They did end up finding out that the pair of men's shoes that was used was in the store and they ended up putting it back on the shelf after they cleaned it up. Mm. So they used them and put them back. Damn. So they were like, I'm not taking these shoes with me. Yeah. I'm not getting in trouble. Yeah. Brittany had asked how Jaina was doing because she's worried about her. Yeah. She's like, what's going on? Like, how is she doing? Obviously, she was Mm -hmm. completely on the other side of the store from her. Right. Um, Police didn't really answer her question because at this point, they don't really know if it's Jaina. It's still a crime scene. The people have to go there to get all the pictures and whatnot. So they have to leave her face down because she's face down. They can't touch her. They can't touch her. Mm -hmm. They can't look at her. Um, So after the coroner were to come and take pictures of her and everything, they did end up flipping her over and her face was like completely destroyed. Oh, man. So it was hard to tell who it was. But at some point, her family and friends were saying like, we can't get a hold of her. She was supposed to be closing the store. Mm -hmm. So they knew it was her. Yeah. 
So the officer did question her at the hospital. She told him two masked men had came into the store and attacked them both as they were closing. Brittany said that she had left when she realized that she had forgotten her wallet. She called Jaina and she was like, hey, can you meet me back at the store? I need to grab my wallet. Jaina was like, yeah, that's fine. I actually left my laptop so we can go back there and get our stuff and leave. Right. Jaina parked right in front of the store. They went in, deactivated the alarm, and they left the door unlocked because they're like, we're just going to be in and out quick. Like, mm-hmm. Brittany just has to grab her wallet. I just got to get my laptop. Mm-hmm. So they had met back at the store when the two masked men showed up and walked in. Brittany said they were covered head to toe in dark clothes with gloves, ski masks, and narrow slits cut for their eyes, and they had hoodies over their heads. She Can't said, see nothing. No. She said one was taller and around six foot and dragged Jaina by her hair. Mm. And the shorter man is the one that took Brittany. He said he knocked her to the floor asking where the money was. He made Brittany open the three small safes in the store and then forced her to go to the back of the store where he tied her up and raped her. Here's my thing. If you're going to rob a store, just rob the fucking store. Yeah. Here's all the fucking money. You don't have to do anything else. What's the fucking point? Right. I cannot see you anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Just take the fucking money. Yeah. I feel you. Like, this is so extra. And they did find um, evidence of sexual assault to Jaina Mm -hmm. and Brittany. Like, that's so messed up. That's so... Um, Another tidbit is that she said they raped her with a wooden uh, clothes hanger also from one of the racks. Mm. Brittany said they were calling her the N-word and, like, just saying horrible things to her and Jaina. And the reason they had killed Jaina and not her is because she was more fun to rape. What the fuck? Is wrong with these people. He hit her in the forehead and she said she doesn't really remember much after that. Is this solved? Uh huh. Okay, good. So she said she didn't see their skin color, but the way they sounded, they were young and white because they were saying racist slurs to her and whatnot. So, yeah. Detectives decided to also question the Apple employees from next door because they suspected, well, they had just released the iPad. They were probably still there closing down because they didn't close till 10, I think. Yeah. So they were still closing down the store, getting the registers together, mm-hmm. you know. One of the Apple store employees did hear things the night she was closing. Mm-hmm. It was just after 10 p.m. as she was finishing up, closing things down for the night. And she heard, she said she heard high-pitched yelps, squeals, low-pitched grunts, thuds, and a dragging noise. She ended up asking one of the two security guards to help her search upstairs because there was a room upstairs and she thought that there were some techs upstairs that hadn't left for the day or something and she thought maybe they were dragging something upstairs whatever yeah like um stock that's Mm -hmm. what i meant to say yeah she ended up asking i said that uh one of the security guards see if anyone was up there they did meet another manager ricardo ricardo was upstairs Mm -hmm. one of the guards told him it sounded like he heard a woman screaming they finished out checking the upstairs, and then they went back downstairs to the sales room where they heard more yelling, and uh, Jaina, this is the Apple store manager, okay. not the Jaina that died, that was murdered. She realized it was coming from next door. Okay. At the Lululemon store. Her and Ricardo heard someone saying, talk to me, don't do this, talk to me, what's going on? And so, then they heard someone say, God help me, please help me. They did hear a second voice as well, and they said they heard a woman crying and panting as if she was trying to catch her breath. 
and Jaina said she should probably just call the cops, and Ricardo told her, it's up to you, I think it's just drama. No, no, if you're hearing all of, if, if you're hearing all that commotion, and you hear women screaming, and like, yelping, mm-hmm. and you think it's just drama, if people were just like, yelling at each other, whatever. Yeah. But if there's like, thuds. Mm-hmm. And there's dragging noises, mm-hmm. and there's they thought the women over grunts. there were just like arguing or something. No, no. It's like, dude. I feel like you would know. Also, if you hear women screaming, I feel like you would just sense it. Something is not right. If you hear them screaming like that, though, like screaming, like at the top of their blood lungs, curdling. Yeah, you know, it's not just a fucking like argument. If mm-hmm. it was an argument, they'd just be yelling back and forth. Same other. words. Yeah. Having some words. Yeah. Not like just screaming bloody murder. Right. And yelping and shit. Yeah. They closed up and left. No reports to the cops. Nothing. No calling of the police. They were like, well, we're out of here for the night. What the fuck? So the police checked the alarm system at the store. And the only thing that had come back was them closing up the store at 945, turning on the alarm. And then coming back at 10.05 to come get the wallet and laptop. Right. A patrolman called the police to report that he found Jaina's car, which was a silver Pontiac, parked about three blocks away in a lot behind a farmer's market. Remember, she parked parked in front of the store. Yeah. And that's probably why Rachel, when she came up to the door, saw that it was unlocked. The car was gone. So she probably wasn't thinking anything anything of of it. So another patrolman came forward. Not the one that found the car, but a different one. And told detectives he heard about the Pontiac and saw someone sitting in it around 12.30 a.m. that morning that Jaina and Brittany were found. Someone was just sitting there. He's behind the wheel. He said he didn't get a good look at the driver and he couldn't tell what they looked like. None of that. He drove by again two hours later and the car still had its lights on. He didn't notice if anybody was in the vehicle or not at this Mm -hmm. time. He drove by again another hour later, said the lights were off. He didn't see anybody in the driver's seat, kind of looked, drove close to Mm -hmm. see if anybody was occupying the car. But at this time, he assumed, like, somebody just went out of the bar to, like, smoke a cigarette or something because they didn't allow smoking anymore at this point inside bars and restaurants. Uh Uh-huh. He was like, oh, it's probably somebody, like, went out to their car to get a smoke and they're going to go back to do whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So, now detectives are looking into the crime scene even further. Yeah. They're like, what the hell? Like I said earlier, they realized the blood stops at the door, and there's also a key in the fire alarm box at the back to walk out of the emergency exit, and they wondered if, like, Jaina had tried to escape that way, Mm -hmm. and she put the fire alarm key in, and they just dragged her back and didn't let her go and put her in that room to murder her, because there's, like, a longer hallway, and then it's, like, that room. Couldn't she have just pushed on it on the emergency exit and made the alarm go off, though? Could have. That's just their theory. Because I know we have that where I work mm-hmm. at the back door. We have to, like, unlock the back door. But if we push on the handle, it'll it'll set the alarm off. Yeah, and which would have been the thing to do. The police would have been notified. Yeah. And sent. Right. Or they would have called. That was just their theory. Maybe she was trying to escape. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They also found most of the supplies that had been used on the women were from the store. They found the zip ties in the back room. Um, the weapons that were used to kill Jaina and injure Brittany were all from the store. Mm-hmm. The Apple store manager also gave police their surveillance video. 
and one of the detectives watched it and saw something interesting. Just after 11 p.m., two men were walking. One seemed to be about six foot tall while the other was shorter. Mm -hmm. They were dressed in all black and one was wearing a knit cap. And you know, when people wear caps like that, it looks like a rolled up ski mask. Yeah. He couldn't see the men's faces, but one of them were talking on the phone. Okay. And one was wearing a backpack. So now we're just going to jump a little bit. The autopsy came back for Jaina. She had brutally been hit and cut hundreds of times, but the final blow to Jaina was a one inch long and 16 of an inch wide cut that chipped her vertebrae, pierced her skull, and cut the base of her brain. So they, they had a theory that th- someone used a thin knife and stabbed her in the back of the neck. And yeah, like, I was trying to figure out what she would She wouldn't be. have lasted, what they said, 15 more seconds after that. Wow. So they could have continued hitting her, but... She was already gone. Mm-hmm. And they hit her over 350 times. That's crazy. Like, hitting and cutting her. That's insane. And like I said, when they turned her body over, she was just her mangled. face was unrecognizable. Wow. They did end up finding the two guys from the surveillance video, but they actually worked down the street at a restaurant, and they were just a couple busboys. That's why they were dressed in all black. They were just going home. That makes sense. So, they actually didn't find any evidence to correlate them with the murders, you know, on the surveillance video. You probably would have saw blood on their clothes. And if it was just after 11, I feel like the amount of damage they did, it would have taken them longer than mm-hmm. that. If they- I agree. An hour. Came back at 10. Yeah. And that's when everything ended. And they ransacked the whole store, tied them up, sexually assaulted both of them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, there was also a homeless man that was suspected at one time. Um, He turned up to the hospital, like, a few days, actually a few days after that Jaina and Brittany were brutally attacked and the police went and questioned him. Um, They did bring him back to the police station to question him even further and he kind of gave him the tidbit about those two boys working at the restaurant and then that's how they figured out that they weren't a part of it they worked at the restaurant okay but this guy um he was pretty much checked out he got into a fight with another homeless guy he would go to the same bar like every night but Mm -hmm. some guy tried to rob him and he ended up in a fight with another homeless man and that's how he got his injuries because they were thinking like he ended up at the hospital he had been known for like other crimes and stuff so they were like well maybe it was him. maybe it was him went there he did have blood like on his jacket and everything mm-hmm. but it was his own blood because the dude punched him in the nose and it broke his nose yeah so things were really stumping police at this point because they're like what the hell is going on like Who we can't find this? anything yeah. so now they're they're finding something odd so when they found jana's car they mm-hmm. found britney's blood inside and her hat okay they started to think the items that were used on britney and jana were all found inside the store right why didn't the masked men bring their own weapons Mm. they didn't know what was in the store they would have to ask the girls where things are or go searching for them they would have to be familiar that would cause extra problems with where things are at Mm -hmm. how did they know to find zip ties in the back Unless they asked. And who's gonna... who's gonna... Oh, yeah, I've got some zip ties back here you can tie me up with. Or why would they be like, hey, where... Do you have anything I can tie you up with? Why wouldn't they come prepared? Right. Right. 
So, okay. the shoes that were used to make the... Why did I say it? The shoes! The shoes! The shoes that were used to make the blood tracks in the store were in the store. Why were they left in the store? It's just, they're just like, why wouldn't they take them with them instead of sitting them back on the shelf? Why wouldn't they just shove them in their bag? True. So it's not extra evidence that the police would have. So, they're just kind of like picking at little things. Mm-hmm. Little plot holes in yeah. the whole story. They're mm-hmm. like, this is getting weird. Also, when interviewing Rachel, the manager who opened the store the following morning after Jaina, just to remind you, she told them that Jaina had called her that night after her and Brittany locked up the first time to talk to her about store policy and bag checking before they closed the store and left for the night because the Lululemon stores had a policy to check one another's bags before they left so nobody would steal. So you would always have to keep your receipt for things that you bought. Because Lululemon is not cheap. It's like $94 for a pair of leggings. Like $60 for a damn candle. Uh Like, this shit is expensive. So Mm -hmm. they were trying to make sure that nobody was stealing. Right. So Brittany only had the two major injuries, right? A slash on her head and a slash in between her fingers. Everything else was pretty much superficial. They weren't very deep. And they also said that if she was struggling against an attacker, they were the rest of the cuts were all like the same depth and everything. Wouldn't they be like different she's depths? Like going like this Wouldn't they... she be moving around trying to yeah. run? Hmm. So detectives started thinking stuff wasn't really adding up to Brittany's accounts. They don't think she's it's her. She had her story so straight every time it never wavered. Mm-hmm. She said she remembered every little detail. How would you? That's a good question. Yep. So they decided to bring Br- Brittany back in for questioning because they're like, okay, what's going on? Maybe she you worked. You know something. Maybe she worked with these masked men. Yeah. And they let her live because that was their plan. And she, they don't have like security cameras. They don't. Not at the Lululemon store. So they're like, oh, maybe she teamed up with these masked men. Okay. They wanted to also try to catch her lying and see if maybe she didn't re- just didn't remember like what was going on like you uh-huh. know she said she got hazy. Yeah. But at one point apparently she also remembered the sound of like some guy zipping up his jacket. How would you remember little details like that? So, police were like, we're going to see if we catch her in a lie. Yeah. So they asked her, "Have you ever been in Jana's car?" Or has she given you a ride? And Brittany said, no. Okay. So she's lying because her hat was in her car. Mm. Also, it was Brittany's blood all over Gina's car. Mm -hmm. The blood I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was like one of the attackers and they like took um, Gina's car and like Mm -hmm. had her blood on her or whatever. But the hat. Yeah. The hat is odd. At this point, they don't really have any definite evidence against her. They're just trying to see where this goes because they're like, just something, something's just not adding up, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't have anything that will stick or they need a confession from her. Okay. So they let her go for the day, but it isn't long before Brittany requests to come back in. And I put Pikachu Pikachu surprise (laughs) face, (laughs) literally, because they were trying to figure out how are we going to get Brittany back in? Mm -hmm. But here she is. She just came up. And I'd like anyways. to make a confession. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a confession. 
Oh, it wasn't. Okay. She said she wanted to tell him some things they forgot that she just forgot in the other. Oh, interview. she forgot. She forgot. Oh, it. she forgot. So she wanted to tell him. Okay. She comes back in with her sister and her brother Chris. Okay. Okay. And she told police that I had been in Jana's car. Okay. She told police that she drove it the night of the freaking murder. What do you mean? Drove it. Brittany said the assailants made her move the car and told her they were watching her, and if she would run away, they would kill her. You're in the car. What are they going to do? You're in the car. Drive the fuck away. What are they going to do? How are they going to get you? They're on foot. They have nothing. Literally. They have a whole other person they have to worry about. What are the... That makes sense. And at that no point, s- they don't know if Jane is dead already. Yeah. She could have already like been they dead. they just leave her. Yeah, that too. So they could have just left with her in the car to watch her to make sure she didn't drive away. Yeah. How about, why couldn't they just be like, where's the keys? Mm-hmm. And one of the other ones moved the moved car. Moved the car. So, like I said, why wouldn't she run at that point? And she said, well, they told me they knew where I lived and they would come kill me. Why? Don't drive home. There's many places you can Drive to a hospital. Drive to the police station. Drive to a random fucking house on the side of the road and knock on their door. Right. So, yeah. That is fishy in itself. She said that she walked the three blocks back to the Lululemon store after taking Jaina's car. While she said she said she passed people on the freaking street. And no one noticed her covered in blood or the huge gash on her head. Okay, hold on. They let her drive this car three blocks away. And they're like, we're watching. They can't watch you from three blocks away, honey. Oh, well, she said they said. They're not they, watching they you from three blocks away. They said they knew her address, remember? That's, knew that's your her. address, my ass. Mm. Yeah. Unless they know you. Mm-hmm. Did they know you? Is that why they know your well, address? Well, she didn't know. She didn't know. Remember, they were covered head to toe in black. I don't know. So they had her go through this whole story again because they're like, all right. What? Go through the story again. One more time. Nothing changed. Not even a little bit, dude. Her story was on fucking point. And normally we're always saying stuff about people like constantly changing their story, which is also fishy. But she's just like on point with everything. Mm-hmm. How do you remember every little detail of that night? Because your brain tries to block that shit out. Yeah. Like trauma, like PTSD. Mm-hmm. You just don't remember it. But her story is, I understand PTSD, and you remember like little stuff. Well, yeah. But her story almost seemed rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Like she had played it in her mind and said it multiple times. This is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. That way if anybody asks... This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Her and somebody else had to come up with the same story, maybe. Exactly. They started going in on Brittany now. Like, do you have anything you want to tell us? Do you have anything to confess? Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell us. Right. She said she didn't. She wasn't budging, and neither were the police, because they were really trying to get to her to admit what she had done. She wasn't moving. So, at this point, the detectives are like, all right, let's bring her siblings in and see if that helps her confess. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. when people are around their family, they're more likely to confess. 
Yeah. So, her sister Marissa ended up being taken out of the room after police showed her evidence that Brittany could have done this. Mm-hmm. Or that she could have been involved. Mm-hmm. The detectives were also trying to convince her brother Chris, and he was kind of debating a little bit, like, no, maybe it wasn't that, like, maybe it was this, like, There you might know. be a different explanation. Yeah. You know, maybe she is hiding something, but she probably wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. So, the detectives decide to leave the room so Chris and Brittany can talk. Chris asked her if she did it, and she says no, and said she didn't want to talk about it there. She just wanted to go home, and they can talk about it then. Okay, so she's hiding something. Mm Mm-hmm. He tells her that they aren't letting her go home at this point. Like, she's not going home. Mm Mm-hmm. Brittany says she doesn't want anyone to be disappointed in her. And this is in an actual, like, they're in the police... Interrogation room. Yeah. With, like, the one-way window, when the cameras, and the... mm -hmm. Yeah. He reassures her, saying... Oh, Brittany said she didn't want anyone to be disappointed in her. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, like, what? Are you joking? Chris tells her no one's disappointed in her. And he reassures her, saying they're family, they're gonna get there, gonna be there for her, and she needs to tell him so that he can get her out of here. Right. Brittany's apologizing, and she's saying sorry multiple times. Chris asks her why she did it, and was she trying to steal? Because later, we find out that Brittany had been fired from a different Lululemon store because of shoplifting. Which, which ties in with the reason that Jana called and asked about back policy. Mm Mm-hmm. She had been known for shoplifting her whole life. Even back when she was in school, Mm -hmm. she was a star athlete, and new girls that joined the team were warned. Like, hey, Brittany's cool, but she steals your stuff, so watch your stuff. Make sure it's locked up. Right. And they were actually already planning to fire her from the Lululemon she was currently working at, but they needed to catch her in the act again. Mm-hmm. And even worse, Jaina wasn't supposed to work that night. It was supposed to be a different manager. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's crazy. Um. So, she says no like i wasn't trying to shoplift again and he comes back and says and why'd you fight her mm-hmm. he said i can think on my feet but i need to know information before i can help so at this point Brittany's like can they hear us are there cameras in this room like can they hear what's going on chris says no and said he looked and there's no recording devices and i put face palm of course but not because it's a good thing that he's like doing this yeah Chris asked her what happened and if it was planned. Brittany said, no, it wasn't. It wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Like, it just I just, I forgot my wallet. That's what she says. I forgot my wallet. I really forgot my wallet. Really? So, but like what? I mean, and then what? Chris had the audacity to ask Brittany what Jaina did to her to make her do this. She's like, I Victim really blame. forgot my wallet. Chris is still asking if she got caught shoplifting. Brittany tells him she didn't take anything. Chris tells her, look, we're going to have to get an attorney. There's two options. You can play temporary insanity, but it won't work because she's already talked to other people, a counselor, and detectives. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on to say to her that the attorneys are going to have to come up with some story like Jaina attacked her. But he's like, you also tried to cover this up. So, like, you're fucked. Brittany starts bawling, saying she didn't know what to do. And Chris is still trying to get her to tell him what happened. 
And she says, Jaina told her that she was going to make sure the manager knew. And Chris said, knew that you were shoplifting? Brittany said, but I wasn't. Brittany was arrested for killing Jaina. She put those shoes on and walked around the store to make sure there were two sets of tracks. She cleaned them up. She put them back on the shelf. That's how the shoes got there. She put them in the blood to walk around to make sure there were two sets of tracks. She ran to sack the store. She ripped open Jaina's wallet, took the money, made it look like a robbery. She opened the safes and made it look like they told her to open the safe. She pretty sure like there were signs of sexual assault so she raped Jaina bashed her in the back of the head hit her like 350 times all because she was going to report her for stealing that is so fucked up she put the zip ties on her own hands now the cuts may have been Jaina trying to fight back right and the other cuts were superficial she did them to herself tied herself up ripped open her pants, and laid there. Because she wasn't in nearly as bad shape. So if it really was people who came in, why would they leave her? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So she decided to come up with this whole story. Just because she was going to get fired? Yep. What? Don't be a thief. Don't be a piece of shit co- co-worker. There's also um, something else that she did. So she went to like the salon and got this nice weave. And it was like over $200. And she told the girl like, oh my gosh, I somebody stole money out of my purse. She left her purse in the waiting area. Which who does that? She concocted this whole story, okay. To be able to get it for free. Yeah, but she told the girl she would pay her when she got more money. She never did. They never do. That's fucking nuts. Brittany spent seven months in prison before her trial. On her recorded phone calls, the only thing she talked about was how bad her hair and nails looked. They wanted to get Brittany on first-degree murder and life in prison without the possibility of parole. And she was sentenced to the life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. For the murder of Jaina Murray. And she, like, confessed to all this? Well, they definitely proved it because... Yeah. They never found the masked men. Mm-hmm. All the instruments that were, like, used on Jaina and her were all in the store. Right. They also found a scrub brush, 409 cleaner and everything by the sink. That's how the shoes were cleaned and put back on the shelf. What a piece of shit. Were you expecting that at all? No, I wasn't. I figured you weren't. I really wasn't. This whole time I'm sitting here and I'm like, dude, I literally work in retail where I fucking close with me and one other person four nights out of the week. You're really going to tell me the story about these people coming into the store and attacking these girls while they're Mm -hmm. closing up the store. And now I'm going to be terrified to close every night. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I didn't think about that. But it ended up not even being that. Yeah. That's crazy. That is fucked up. I hope all because she didn't want to get caught stealing. Right. Yep. Isn't that fucking wild? That is fucking wild. I really did not expect that. So, yeah. Also, um, 
But, like, now that I think about it, like, it makes sense. Jaina's parents found out that Brittany killed her on the way to Brit- or on the way to Jaina's funeral. Really? Yeah. That's heartbreaking. And they, they were, were, like, actually, furious. like, thankful for Brittany, like, trying to help Jaina, because she made it seem like she was trying to help her. That's so sick. And, yeah. That's so sick. Wow. I'm about to look up pictures of these girls. Jaina just looks so bright and beautiful and just, like, happy, and it's so sad that this happened to her. Oh, there's, like, actual pictures. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, if you look up, you can look up actual crime scene photos. Yeah, here's one of, like, the hallway. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. It just blows my mind. That's crazy. There was a website where I found um, a bunch of pictures. The men's shoe. There's also a book. That's where I got a lot of my information from. Mm-hmm. Called The Yoga Store Murder. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to read Makes it, sense. you can get more, even more details. This mm-hmm. is kind of a short little synopsis of what I found. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's crazy. It. Wow. Well, I'm glad that she's rotting for the rest of her life. Me too. Loki. I'm still mad about, like the apple store workers yeah i know that's that's shitty that they didn't report like yeah if they would have reported it to the police like i don't think jayna would have been saved in time because she like literally cut her brain cord but they probably they would have figured it out real fast what they well i guess they would have if they so the two voices that they heard were jayna and Brittany, and that's Mm -hmm. why jayna was like what's going on like talk to me why are you doing this yeah because she knew her that's so sad. Yeah. They could have stopped it. Yeah. But they didn't. And I'm sure they regret it. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so that's it for today. That was a good one. If you haven't already, um, go check out our social media. Link will be in the show notes. Um, anything else, Kirsten? Nope. I think that's it. All we'll right. listen to my episode that came out on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, I'm not really sure. Someone that doesn't correlate with a sir or a man. Person. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word. Yes, yes person. person. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.